0: Hey everybody, welcome back. This is TJ Sweet bringing you another episode of Living the Sweet Life, where I'll be sharing some of my experiences about how to shape your mindset, look at life through a grateful lens, and how to live with intention. I'm also going to be bringing you some thought-provoking interviews that are going to help you on your journey to living the sweet life. All right. So I have Krista with me today, and we are going to talk about some amazing things on National Small Women's Business Month. Uh, and Krista owns her own consulting coaching business that we're going to get to learn about today. So um, Krista, go ahead and start off just introducing yourself and kind of talk about your uh, what you do for work and um, what you're passionate about.
1: Sure. Love to. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to be here. Um Okay, so what do I do? That's a loaded question. (laughs) I have a lot that I do. Um, Number one, I'm a mom to two Mm -hmm. girls, um, Cadence and Maddie, and um, kind of run a household here with uh, my husband who works full time in a business called Focus on Health. I'm also um, co-owner of that business. And I uh, tell you a little more about that as we go. But um, I also own Ignite Consulting, which is a business I have started just recently to help small business owners um, really get to through those first years and develop systems to help them succeed.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, and I've gotten to hear a little bit about some of the things that you're doing, so I'm super excited to hear more about it. Um, and so so what are some of the things, obviously, so tell me about that focus on health business and what are some things that you kind of had to learn um, through that journey that you've been able to kind of apply to, to the uh, Ignite consulting business that you have?
1: Yeah, so focus on health started 10 years ago. It's mm. funny to say 10 years. Um, mm. It doesn't feel like that far. And then if you do look in a different perspective, it has been a long time. It's like um, just the, the different mindset that you can get in as a small business owner. Like, have we really been doing this for 10 years or it's only been 10 years? So um, yeah, I have learned a lot. I obviously come from a family with entrepreneurs in it. My mom and dad owned, basically it was Redbox before it was Redbox. They owned a movie business that put movies into um, different small um gas stations and small towns. And um, I helped my mom do a lot of that. Uh, I could see that she was very organized when she did it. And a lot of that rubbed off on me, the systems that she had put into place. And so when Kurt had asked me to partner with him in this business and quit my job of what I was doing, which was teaching uh, to help him in the business, I said, yep, I've got this. I can do the marketing side of it and I could do everything else before uh, we hire someone. Well, I think that my greatest skill is knowing what I am good at and what I'm not good at. So right away, I started hiring out things that I was not good at. Number one, I love people. I love being out in the community, but I am not a front desk person. Mm. It felt like a jail. It felt like <laughs> I couldn't go anywhere. And so I hired that out. Uh, number two, the billing. Billing's very important if you want to get paid. And I just was not doing that right. So mm. I hired that out as well. Um, and so really those kind of knowing myself and really knowing what I'm passionate about, what I like. Um, and what I can delegate and give away, that is what's led me to Ignite Consulting because I question every move I make. Do I really like this? Do I really like what I'm doing? I don't mind to try something new and I'll tell people that, but when I sit in it for a while and say, is this really me? Why am I feeling this way? If it, if it is what I like um, and if it's not, I'll give it on, I'll, you know, I'll pass it on or, or give it to somebody else.
0: Yeah. So how do you, um, that skill of self-awareness, obviously it sounds like it's been super successful for you. So how do you intentionally kind of build that skill? And do you recognize moments um, to where you need to kind of maybe go back to the foundation and then go back to the building blocks and kind of quiet your mind a little bit? What are some things you do to kind of get that self-awareness so you can find your strengths?
1: Yeah. So I, I think, and it's hard for a mom to say this, but to be very selfish mm. uh, with your time. I need that morning time, which is that's I'm discovered that I am a morning person. And so waking up before my entire family and just having that me time helps me to like get back to that foundation of like, what is my mind saying? What is God saying to me? What am I? Where is my path leading? I love like one of my favorite things is looking back a year from what I was doing a year ago and seeing like, where was my mind at? What was I thinking at this point? Was that a jumping off point? Um, And as I get older, you can tell that things don't happen like that. You know, like you can't snap your finger and say, this is what I want. This is what's going to happen. You can tell like a year ago, I was thinking about the things that I'm Mm. just starting now. Mm. And that to me is like, exciting and surprising. And because I'm not a very patient person, I think it's something that helps soothe my mind to be like, see, it's still happening just because you didn't like snap it into order.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I definitely think that's something too, that I hear a lot about Um, just even, uh, you know, just kind of going back to that original point of having people find time you know, I talk to a lot of people about the idea of finding time. I say, do you have five minutes? And they're like, oh, I don't know that I have five minutes, you know, which I totally get. Right. I don't say you have five minutes. Right. I don't assume that I know anybody's <laughs> journey in anybody's life. Right. But, <laughs> right. But and, it, and it's just trying to find a unique time um, that you can do that. And even if it is five minutes, you know, and I know um, obviously everybody's situation is different, but. I totally agree. And I do the same thing in the morning, you know, my 4am to 7am, um, is kind of my, my time. And, uh, there aren't too many people who, who want that time. Um, uh, not too many people and are up at that time. You have time, to but.
1: know yourself and your yeah. personality. Like my husband is a night person. He hmm. will stay up till 11 o'clock after we've gone to bed. And that is his time. That is when he gets the best work done. And so I tell people like, start there. Where are you hmm. most excited? Where's your mind going? When are you working the best? And use that time to start off at your five minutes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good point. Cause I think so many people try to mimic the miracle morning, right. For example. Right. And like, sometimes they struggle and they think, well, maybe it's just not for me. And then they, they don't try something different. Um, you know, and like, I am much more of a morning person than I am at night. And so I learned like doing some more relaxing things is really what I need to be doing in the evening. Not necessarily my, um, you know, thought provoking, you know, reading and and journaling and all these things are going to get my brain spinning all night. So I don't sleep very well, but I Yeah. 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 So what are some things obviously unique? You kind of so I'm I'm assuming there's some journaling involved in that. So like some other daily habits that you have that kind of help you. um, And I know this is going to sound like a simple thought. I've been practicing this more, but not have to remember so much, but writing things down so that you can free it from your brain. Um, That's something I've been trying to work on and get better with. But so what are some daily habits and things that you do for that?
1: Yeah, I I relate to the brain dump. I like Mm -hmm. to get, call it a good old fashioned brain dump where it just um, all gets out. Uh, And I feel like the best time I'm brain dumping is like when I'm um, driving in the car
0: Mm. quietly
1: without kids and then also um, in the shower. It just like (laughs) seems to come to me. I'm like, where's the, where's the notebook? You know, like I need a (laughs) notebook, but. yeah, so I, I think a good fat old-fashioned brain dump, and I actually was talking to somebody the other day about a brain dump, and they're like, oh, that would overwhelm me to get it all out there. Mm. And I think so it's different for different people of like what works best for you. And again, like don't imitate, like you were saying of someone who it might do it this way, find your way, like what would work for you? And don't stop until you do. Um, and I think that that is kind of my motto is like, if I don't know how to do it, or it's not working for me, I'm going to find a way that will work for me, or I'm going to research it until I find the facts and really get, um, get, get to know what I'm supposed to be doing. So, but anyway, back to the brain dumping. I like to do that. I like to journal every morning. Um, And there are some mornings I'm like, what am I supposed, what am I doing here? What am I writing? What am I? And, and it could be just as simple as grateful today. I'm grateful for today. I have coming up today. Mm -hmm. Um, and just kind of a jumping off point. I like to do devotionals in the morning. And so if a word sticks out to me, sometimes I'll just write that word down and like kind of reflect on like, what does that mean to me? Why is that so interesting to me? Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, I tried to, I tried to do a meditation for a while. So many people are saying meditation (laughs) helps them, right? Mm -hmm. I, my mind in the morning, needs to kind of wake up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I can't go right into studying and I can't go right into journaling. I need that kind of coffee wall time before I do that. And so I'll kind of sit there, either do Facebook quietly or something where my mind can be totally blank and then I can go, okay, now I'm ready to, to start.
0: Yeah. Well, honestly, I think that's the whole key with meditation in general is just being aware of your own thoughts you know, yeah. and not just forcing things all the time, you know, um, because, again, I'm the same way. Like, I'm literally shot out of a cannon, like, first thing in the morning. I'm not even a coffee guy. I like coffee, but, like, I don't really need it. And so, like, for me, if I were to, like, get up, amp up, work out, do all that, and then try to meditate right after that, it would just – I'd just be monkey brain all the time. I'd never get anything done, you know. So, um, mm-hmm. be, you know, but like you said, though, I think it's too – I think it's um, kind of a journey, if you will. That's what I've had to learn. Mm-hmm to like offer myself grace on those days. And, you know, when you talked about like some days I just sit there and I wonder like, what do I even do? Like, I'm so not in this right now. Um, yes. But I think that's refreshing for people to hear authenticity behind that. And the sense of my gratitude practice that I have, yes, it is something I do daily. Some days it's easier than others. Some days the, the daily affirmation is, is pretty easy. Some days it's not. And so like encouraging people on their journey that they're not have, that don't have to be perfect with it the whole time, you know?
1: Yes. And I I like that you said, and and then work out. That is something that I have put in my mornings that helped me clear my mind so much. Like, um, I was, my mom was like the other day, I just don't feel like it. And there are days I don't feel like it either. It's just in my routine. And at 7am, I know I have to be at the gym and I'm meeting someone. And if I'm not there, it's there's the accountability isn't there. And so It's a routine for me. I'm not motivated every time to go Mm -hmm. to the gym. Um, There are days I'm like, I want to skip this. I want (laughs) to skip this. But again, afterwards, even if you just did a little bit of movement, I feel like your mind is just so much more clear and I can think and I can, you know, go on with my day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When I, you know, you bring up a great point about the exercise, you know, in the sense of we know what everybody knows what exercise does to us you know, in the sense that we feel invigorated or we feel energized or we can think clearly, whatever that is. It's just that gap between deciding to go and going, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's the gap. And so like, I saw somebody the other day at the gym and she was walking in and I was like, good for you. And she's like, yeah. I was like, you've already done the hard part. I was like, now the easy part, the the joy is the actual movement now, you know, she's like, oh, you know, like that's kind of a cool way to to look at things, you know, but but I think that some of that too is like doing things maybe not for the immediate payoff and not, you know, like, how do we do things after the initial feeling of excitement and motivation is gone? Like, how do we respond on those days? Right. That's what keeps our momentum going. Um, you know, and I'm sure you with wearing so many different hats, you know, it, it's not easy every day, but again, you know, everything you're doing is paying off in each other area of your life. I'm sure. Yes.
1: And and also like knowing the timing of when, to do it like if i know i couldn't work out at 3 p.m. or 5 p.m. Yeah. or later because that's just not when i'm my best and my body i'll talk myself out of it mm. every single time and so i just know that my best time is in the morning and and it's it's go so
0: yeah. Yeah, that's so great. I appreciate you sharing that. I'm sure so many people are going to be inspired by that, Um, you know, just just because it's something that's real. And I think everybody, especially during COVID and stuff, like they're all trying to figure out what is their routine again? You know, not necessarily the new normal. I hear less of new normal. Um, I just hear more like, when can I get back to doing what I love to do and, and, you know, trying to find a way to do it. Um, So I think that's a a kind of a great topic to kind of talk about and pour into a little bit too. So, Um, so so obviously um obviously with success um whether it's in your personal life or your in your business life um obviously you're starting, you know, with your Ignite Consulting business. So do you feel like there's any sort of adversity that's kind of given you that chip on your shoulder or that I'm just going to go do it because I believe in myself or any lessons that you've learned through adversity that you feel like has helped you?
1: Sure. Um well, I appreciate you saying like you're successful. I I don't see myself like that. So I am always, um, looking to be better. Mm. I'm always looking to be like, um, just, I'm always looking for success, but I never feel like I've reached that I'm always growing and learning and I have more work to do and more serving to do. And so I just, that mindset is in me that I'm just never satisfied. I guess I'm Mm. never, I'm always hungry. And, um, the adversity that got me there was Kurt and I had started this business not really knowing what we were doing you know it's not a class that they teach in school and um, although my parents had entrepreneur background it they didn't know everything about you know starting a chiropractic business and so when we started and we had this bank loan in front of us you know we lived like well You know, like, oh, we're taking a paycheck. We're going to take this money home. And no one really told us to just take enough to pay your bills. Leave the rest in. Oh, no, I would write a check like we were king and queen's doctors going home (laughs) um, at the end of a Friday because we did hard work. We worked really hard. Uh, And the bank loan ran out. And... We had, I remember it very vividly, a summer day that we came home. We couldn't open our garage door. And I thought, that's weird. And Kurt goes, did you pay the electric bill? And I thought, oh, my gosh, Kurt, no, I didn't. I didn't pay the bill. And we had it shut off. And our dogs are inside they were hot. Their tongues are out. I, I felt terrible. And then the next day our phones got shut off and our parents are calling us trying to what's going on. How, what happened? Mm. And from that moment on, it was like, holy crap, we've got to do this. We have to go. We have to say, we, we got to make this because we don't have any money not to. Um, and so I remember being able to hire our first employee a few months later and I wanted to tell her, I I, I was like every night coming home, talking to myself about, okay, the conversation you're going to have with her is if we can't pay you, I'm sorry. Hmm. You know, like you're going to be okay with that. Right. <laughs> because I still didn't even think that we were going to make the bills after we hired her. I knew we had a little money and we could, you know, we were getting busier and things like that, but having that, you know, in my head, like we, I might not be able to pay you. Thank God. We never had to have that conversation. And we just, and it made us hungrier that we had all these things shut off. Our parents knew because they tried to call us. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, they were holding us accountable at that point. Like, how are you for real? How are you? Um, and just being completely honest of like, well, every check that comes in you know had had its had a name on it this paid the electric bill this paid this this paid that and um yeah just growing one check at a time one step at a time mm. and reaching that success by you know i was reading about you know saying yes to everything mm. we literally if we didn't if we had time for it we said yes and if we didn't have time for it we still said yes just because the opportunity was there and we had to take it and we were starving and it had to come so um that's what i tell new business owners like where do you put your feet on the ground and you just go just meet people
0: yeah Yeah, that's an amazing story. I never knew that. And I'm so grateful you shared that with me. Because there's so many people that think, you know, like they see where you are now, right? And they think like, man, I can't get there. um, Because they see their they fear exactly what happened. You know, and, okay. and, you know, and it's just one of those things to where when you hear like that actually turned out to be probably one of the more um, more of a blessings and a lesson for you as opposed to a hardship. Right. You probably look back and think, well, we're glad that happened because we wouldn't be here uh, where we are now, um, either as a couple or as a business, obviously.
1: <laughs> so Yes. Yes. And I tell people like we are high school sweethearts for a reason, because I don't think like we knew each other so well that when it came to the business, that was our focus. And we, we didn't have time to really focus on ourselves. Thank goodness. We knew each other very well before that we could like pull through to the business and now have that time together. Um, we actually take a trip yearly so that we can just refocus on us, refocus on like our goals for the business, our goals for our family. Um, and it, it just, it's a must in our relationship has to happen and in our business. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. There's a couple of things I want to kind of touch on there if I can. So um, obviously again, with, um, with it being the women's business month, uh, any tips specifically um, for kind of women kind of either wanting to get started or maybe they're in that I can't open my garage door spot in their business life. I don't know. Right. Um, Right. um, But also kind of how do you balance all the different hats um, and give yourself that grace along the way of, obviously, while you're trying to build, still trying to have a relationship and, and do some of those things. Can you, can you give any advice on both of those points?
1: Sure. I think, um, yeah, wow. Probably treating your business like a business. It's not just a side thing. It's like mm-hmm. if you're trying to make it a business, then put the work in like it is your business. And do the marketing. Do the social stuff do the um, ask for opportunities. Uh, Those are things that I think you have to really put the time in to make it an actual business. And I love talking to new business owners about their business of like, I, I just love like shooting ideas at them, brainstorming with them. Like, have you tried this? Have you tried that? And I think that that is why I started Ignite Consulting is because i I'm a problem solver and I want to help you solve that problem. And um, I don't, I don't think I have all the answers, but I do know that um, I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to brainstorm with you. I'm willing to help you put systems in place, you know, because I think you do need systems to make yourself treat it like a business, right? Like we're all like, yeah, I think I'm going to do it. It's not really working. And I really like to say, well, why isn't it working? Because maybe there isn't a system there. And actually this year, I think is the best year to question everything you are doing, right? Like I told my team that the other day, I was like, let's question everything we're doing and why, because it served us for a while, but is it serving us the same? One of those was a two hour staff meeting that we have every week. Is that, was that serving us the same way? It, it did in the beginning why are we using it and do we need that much time and could we move it to a different day are you comfortable because that's what you've always been doing those are the questions that i think you asked this year and it's the perfect year to do that it's it's you know the time to pivot and if you have to change things that's perfect to tell your patients and your customers like it's because of 2020. <laughs> We're changing it up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, that's you know, I'm always willing to question things and and um, put a different perspective on it.
0: Yeah. Well, and I definitely think, you know, in the sense of a balance, right? Um, I, so one opportunity for me to improve is I tend to be kind of all or not at all. Um, which is great sometimes. Um, it's just not easy to find a balance there. Um, you know, but obviously you've been able to do that. Um, do you feel like there's any intentional things that you all do as far as when do you shut your work brain off and just be Krista? And when, you know, do you let mom time go into work time? And like, how do you juggle all those different things?
1: That, that is hard. I, I love to work.
0: Yeah. That
1: is like my play. Um, you know, like, uh, I know I watch kids, I watch my kids actually play Barbies or dolls. And I'm like, I reflect on that is what I did like to do when I was little as well. But what do I like to do now? Where do my passions lie? And mm-hmm. work is really something that's fun for me. It feels like a game. It feels like play. It feels like, um, success. And so I feel like I put myself into work a lot more than I do um, are able to shut off to the mom brain. And and I think that's okay for my kids to see because they see that, you know, focus on health is is part of our family Mm -hmm. and will always be. And they see I have Ignite Consulting, and I started on my own. And just like I saw my mom working in the business and also being a mom. Um, And there are times my daughter, like this morning, I came in from workout. I'm trying to get her ready. And her sister's yelling, get me a breakfast, you know, something. And she helps to step in and says, mom is, you know, busy getting some things done. Where can I help out? And I think that that's just a good like able to see and observe that like we all need help in this family and um mom has some work things there are times i'll say i have to do a a call please stay um stay back i'll be done in an hour and they you know they're they're really good at um knowing that that's a work thing and if we want mom home and still be able to work we're gonna stay
0: away. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think you, obviously you I know you well enough to know you role model so many behaviors for your kiddos that um, is going to serve them so well, you know, and, and you're honest right about it. And I think the reason why they, uh, and this is my reflection, um, but I think the reason why they're probably so willing and accepting is because when you're with them, they totally feel like you're with them. Yeah, you know? know, but like when you're at work, you're at work, right. But you're all, they're always right. kind of still with you everywhere. But like yes, when you, but when you're with them though, you're you're all in, and I think that's what makes them not fear or not feel like you're not there all the time because you can't be all the time, you know. Right. Um, but so it's been fun to see that from the outside, um, and then obviously hearing what you just said, it totally makes sense why they are the way they are, um, you know. But
1: <laughs> totally um, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that's super great. But so, um, it, so. A question I like to ask some people just because we've all had a mentor um, or some help or some somebody right um, so um, I want to kind of lead this into ignite consulting as well afterwards because I feel like you're kind of making an impact in people's lives that way but who do you feel like has been somebody who's a person of influence in your life or maybe somebody who currently impacts you in a positive way
1: yeah so man oh, just from the very beginning when we started our business we did have a coach uh, she was a she. She was exactly me, mm-hmm. and um, she was a mother who helped her husband start a chiropractic business, and she was coaching other chiropractors to, you know, in their business and anything and everything she was saying was like, yes, that's where I want to be. We went down and we toured their office. They're actually in Joplin, Missouri, and. Um, I was like, this is amazing. You do amazing work. And there are things that I still reflect on today that I'm like, oh, she used to do that. I hope someday I get to do that. Um, And so really strive for art. Uh, But then we've kind of um, switched around coaches in the business as well. So we've always had some kind of coach in our business. So I feel like people need a coach or a mentor. So pick one. Um, The mentor that I I feel like, um, has helped me so much as Jennifer Shank here in Mm -hmm. town. She is just, um, also that a mom figure who juggles very well, um, is in leadership roles that I wanted to be as well. She, uh, is really good at helping people from, you know, behind her, like, let me get you up here with me. Cause I want you to, to mm-hmm. see and, and experience this too. She's always thinking about others. I need to be better at that of like, who else can I, like whenever something comes up for an award, she's like, who can we nominate? Who can we nominate? Like, Oh, I need that spirit, mm-hmm. that energy of like, who else, who else? Um, and so I'm trying to do better at that. Like making notes in my phone of like, whenever I think of someone, I will write it down in my, um, my notes and, and um, hopefully help nominate those people. But yeah, she's been a really good um, inspiration to me. Um, And I was going to mention, I've always had some kind of coach in my life Mm -hmm. uh, where they're holding me accountable. I do my best when, when that happens. And so I knew when I had the opportunity to be a coach, that I wanted to do that. And so I did that with another organization for a little while and really liked doing it uh, and decided, you know what, I think I can do this on my own because I also want to serve a different population. I was kind of coaching marketing people and I knew I could do more Mm -hmm. wide range. And so that's kind of where Ignite Consulting was born was there are Other people in your chiropractic office, in your small business, that need the coaching too. Um, And one of those for me was office managers. Mm. You know, at small businesses, you cannot afford to hire $20, $25 an hour person right off the bat who has all this marketing and, or excuse me, management experience and office manager experience. And so as a small business, you start them maybe at the front desk, like we did. And then you work them up through your team and through the management roles. And I really love helping someone figure that out within Mm -hmm. them, you know, reflecting to them. Did you see how you handled this? Do you see how that person is taking you? Or do you see how you could lead better? And I just love walking through that with someone, um, using their strengths to then lead in a team, and it's just exciting and fun. And um, I, I did it in my own organization and want to help others do it in their organization as well.
0: Yeah. Well, like I said, I know um, just even some of the social media posts that you have out there, like I love the word Ignite you know, cause it's not be the flame, but it's just allow people to see that they can be the flame and do the thing themselves. And it's, I'm just using that. You never told me that, but like, that's how I <laughs> see the word ignite. Right. And the sense of like, bring out the best in people, right. Bring out that flame yeah. in people. So it's like such a, such a cool word for me. Um, and that's why it's so perfect for you because I feel like that's one of your, obviously it's one of your skills, um, you know, and I think the, I just kind of want to touch on consulting and coaching in general. Um, it Actually, for me, it shows that somebody has strength and self-awareness that they need a coach, whereas some people I feel like they, if they feel like they're doing well enough or good enough that they don't feel like they need one, or they don't want to admit that they need one, you know, but I think you just, you know, very elegantly just kind of discussed about the reason why. And I hope people are inspired by the fact that you've had a coach, because I know a lot of people look at what you're doing, and they think, wow, she's, she's doing all this. And then you think, oh, wait, she still has a somebody that she leans on. And right, Uh, because we all need, right, it's about who we get to do what we do together. Um, And I love the point that you made about bringing people with you. Um, And it's not necessarily that people are higher or lower than you. It's just you have a new set of skills or new experience and you want to then plug people into that. Um, You know, and I think that's so inspiring. And I hope that people are, you know, positively impacted by that thought of just knowing that, you know, other people helping doesn't mean they're reaching down, you know, so like if you ask for help, it could be somebody's opportunity to like flex their strength and say like, yeah, actually come with me. Let me show you, you know, like an act of service or act of love towards somebody else, as opposed to an obligation and a burden.
1: That's right. And I, I remember so vividly a coach once um, we were coaching the exact same thing. And she's like, Hey, can I have a conversation with you? I was like, yeah, she's like, this is my situation. And she said, what do you see? Hmm. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) she's, we use a coach for what they see. Like, we're so close to our, our our businesses, our practices that we have these like blinders on that this is a perfect little business <laughs> or what? I just don't, I can't see the problems. And then a coach has like this vision that they can say it's this and this and this. And I remember telling Kurt, my husband that, you know, Oh my gosh, I can easily see the problems in other people's business. Not, I'm not joking about it, but I'm like, he's like, right. Isn't it so like telling that you can see that, but in our own business, I'm like, I know. <laughs> and, and that's why you need someone there to say, oh, did you notice this? Or, and I hope people do that for me. Like, hey, did you notice this about yourself? Or did you notice that? Because I want to grow at all times. I want to make things better. And you don't do that unless you know that there isn't something going right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think the thing is, too, like a coach like yourself never comes from a place of judgment. It's more of a place of feedback and encouragement of which sometimes people don't do well with. But at the same time, if you're committed to growth, like you are, um, again, I'm a big fan of the Neuroleadership Institute and the growth mindset with Carol Dweck and all of that. But if you're committed to that, then like really anything that I hear, you know, I respond better when when I get more candid, honest feedback about people saying um, truth about how what they think about what I said, or when I spoke, Um, you know, when I speak to people, I get a conference or something, and they give me real feedback, like the people saying that was great, that was great. Like, it's, I enjoy that right but like I'm constantly looking for well, how could I do it differently how could I tie in more content different content how was that story like all of that and so but it's kind of allowing yourself both right and so um, but being open to hearing what you're doing well and maybe how to leverage what you're doing well to maybe see some of those blind spots but that's where coach comes in or mentor whatever word you want to use there um, which obviously I, I again you
1: said yeah. it right Like you have to be open to it and that mm. can be very vulnerable right like you are opening yourself up to be vulnerable and your pride, you know, like making your pride step away for a Mm -hmm. second to be like, this is the raw me. Uh, this is my business. You know, this is some people think you know, it's their kid, you know, you're, 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 (laughs) you're saying bad things about my kid, but just to be open and vulnerable, it's okay. Like, know that the coach is not coming from any, like you said, any judgment place and they're just trying to help in the situation and, um, be open to receiving that. So,
0: yeah. Well, and I think too, I know some people, um, uh, that I've spoken to, they've maybe, uh, worked with a different coach and then, um, it didn't go well. And so they kind of have some fears and doubts about coaches. And so I think it's important to like actually meet people where they are and talk about, um, what kind of coach they are, what kind of things they're, how they're going to go about their business, and, and do some of that. So even if somebody's had a bad coaching experience, I would not say that coaching is not for you. I would just say that coach wasn't for you. You That's know. That's right. So you just,
1: I, I have had that same experience where I'm like, this is not right for us. Mm-hmm. Just be vocal about it. Be mm-hmm. honest, and you're not. I think if they're a good coach, they're not going to take offense to you saying. I think we need a different voice. I think we need, you know, we're not jiving correctly. You may be, be a good coach, but our personalities just don't meet meet. And I think that's important for people to know, like your coach really needs to have that personality that you can get along with. And if you can't next, you know, get to that next person. Cause you're just trying to get to that place where you can get help.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, I'm super, super grateful um, for our time and for you kind of sharing some of your wisdom and knowledge and spirit um, with me and with the rest of us. Um, so, uh, I, one thing I always like to do at the end of these is make sure that people find an easy way um, to reach out to you, um, whether it's focused on health, whether it's an ignite or um, kind of just a resource, whatever that may be. Um, so, what what are the best ways to get a hold of uh, to get a hold of you?
1: Sure. So. Um, Facebook is always easiest for me. I've got a public, uh, profile there. So Krista Kippenberger, and then also, um, you can email me at Krista at focus on and um yeah, I'm always willing. Message me, probably text or message is better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I cannot answer the phone. No, you're yeah. gonna hear dogs barking, kids screaming. <laughs> <Yeah>. Real life. <laughs> Real life. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Well yeah. You know, I know people will be inspired and they'll be encouraged and I hope that they um kind of believe in themselves enough um to call you and reach out to you um because Um, again, I can speak firsthand as well, um, just the kind of person you are, but also the heart and the spirit that you bring to every relationship, every friendship, whatever it may be. Um, You know, you always lift a room and you always bring energy to a room. So I appreciate you and and who you are and what you're doing in the world and making such a positive difference. It encourages me and makes me want to be better. So thank you for that. Well, thank
1: you. That's very sweet.
0: Yeah, of course. Well, thank you again for the time. um, And we will definitely catch up soon.
1: Okay. See you later.
0: All right. All right. See ya. I want to thank you for making the time to listen to this podcast. And my hope is that you gained a few insights along the way. Please follow me on Instagram at TJ seven on Twitter at one grateful mind and on Facebook. But first, Go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you can be notified when we release new episodes. And remember, no matter what, never stop.